Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com and brought to you on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Sabrina, and today I'm with lots of homeschool friends. Lots, lots, and lots. Yay. Yes. Yeah. So we've got Vicki and Kim. And, and our, our good friend, friend Lori Napolin. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for joining us, Lori. Oh, I'm so excited about this podcast <laughs> so, today. We'll, we'll, we'll so give excited. some context. So I met Lori maybe 30 years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're still in the <laughs> When and you were babies. So yeah. she was she was the pastor's wife where when we first moved up from Florida to the Delaware area. And she was starting to homeschool, and I was going to homeschool, and we ordered our supplies together Aww. that first time. So I have cool. never forgot. Like, oh, I have a homeschool friend, and we've been in touch at all different levels over the years. Mm-hmm. And our kids are grown, and we still know each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah. One of the great things about homeschooling is you can sometimes make some pretty awesome homeschool yeah. friends that will be there decades later. Yeah. way after your kids graduate yeah. yeah yeah and we've all worked shoulder to shoulder together in one way or another too. oh yeah and yeah mm-hmm. that's how that's how we and not not everybody but that's how we have found some of our deepest yeah. relationships because we is serving the homeschool community mm-hmm. together yeah. 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 yeah yeah good stuff yeah good stuff so we wanted to pull from all of our experiences here mm-hmm. as homeschool moms who are on the veteran end of it because all of our youngest children have graduated and we want to share whatever wisdom we kind of wish maybe we had known earlier Mm -hmm. in the game you Mm -hmm. know best advice to myself kind of thing Mm -hmm. not in a um judgy or formulaic way Mm -hmm. but in a um, very honest, vulnerable, transparent, because we are all humans and we all have to figure out homeschooling as we go along one step at a time. Um, but it seems like the right big sisterish thing to do. Yeah, like we're having coffee with our little sisters yes. and just saying real. We yeah. are actually drinking coffee and tea as we're doing this. Yes. Way, so and Lori like, made yeah. awesome muffins. Yes, sorry, sure. sorry, <laughs> we're going to hand you one. Yeah. <laughs> Blueberries are really juicy. So yes. have a napkin. <laughs> yeah. So ladies, what what advice would we give our younger selves, or what would we tell younger sisters if they were in that imaginary chair next to us? Well, I'll start since it segues into the the seven sisters thing. Is there's not one right way to homeschool. And I remember our sister Marilyn saying that like 42,000 years ago (laughs) when we started advising our local homeschool community. So she and I were helping to as advisors and she would just tell people that because they would come in and they said, I read this article that you have to use this curriculum and you have to teach your kids this way and it's got to be on this schedule. And she would just lean back and say, there's not one right way to homeschool. And we go like, Oh, oh. <laughs> so to just be free to homeschool in the way that's right for our kids. So when you get pressure, you know, homeschool moms get peer pressure. We don't yes. have to follow oh, yeah. it. Yes. yes. Yeah. We don't mom shame at the homeschool high school. We podcast. do know. There's plenty of mom shaming available on social Elsewhere. media in general. <laughs> yes. So, yes. And it's funny because I can remember the first time that Marilyn said that to me and it was, I am slightly younger 
So it was not mm-hmm. 42,000 years ago. It was 39,000 years ago <laughs> that Marilyn said this to me. But I, I can remember her um, as my slightly bigger sister at that mm-hmm. point because her kids were just a couple of years older than her oldest was a couple of years older than my oldest. And it was a math thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I said, I don't know what the right path is to take to have him ready for. And she said, there is not one mm-hmm. right way. Mm-hmm. not. And it was just like the heavens opened and the mm. sun shone and the birds sang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She was absolutely right. Yeah. Not one right way. Yeah. Right. That reminds me, Lori, of you talking about the math curriculum that you got for your daughter and how wonderful it was going to be. And you had the expectations. So, yes, I thought I was picking out the curriculum for me. Because it was what I was interested in. Mm -hmm. But I actually realized after a little while that it was actually too much for her. And so be careful when you're choosing curriculum to make sure that you keep your child in mind while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And granted, we learn so much when we teach our child. And it's fun and it's interesting. But just keep it at their level, and then you can do your side learning on the side. <laughs> That's great. A good That's way great. to put it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there was nothing wrong with the fact that that wasn't the level that your daughter was at right mm. then. Right. You right. know, there's, it's not right. a, oh, it man, this is where she should have been, and she's not. It, it wasn't the right fit and the purpose is always for us to meet our kid where they are and help them keep moving forward right Mm -hmm. yeah because if you don't do that you're going to find some like i did we found some failures and it was harder to get through and it put more stress on Mm -hmm. us and 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 so (laughs) yes the difference between something that's challenging and something that's too much yes Mm -hmm. i think we see the flags pretty quickly when Mm -hmm. we've got something that's too much rather than something that's a stretch or a challenge Mm -hmm. yeah and i know for me i would try to ignore those red flags because I had made a choice and I had, I had bought this thing and then we had already started it and right. I didn't want to you know, mm. put the money into yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> right. The humility to look at it honestly. Yeah. That's, mm. Yeah. It's yeah. worth a lot. It is. I can remember Sabrina, you talking about watching the look on your kid's face when they're doing their curriculum <laughs> and there's a deer in the headlight oh, yeah. kind of look <laughs> when it's way beyond. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yeah. never that for the parents ever. Oh. Yeah. I got that every time we got to the chapter on stoichiometry and chemistry. Right. If the teacher has that look, you know you might want to adjust your career. Yeah. Right. Right. Send them the Kristen Moon over there. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. What about you, Kim? Um, I just think keeping in mind, uh, I'm, you know, I'm fascinated by personalities. So keeping in mind the personalities of your children, as well as the teacher or teachers, you know, whoever you're working with, whether it's multiple parents, grandparents, friends, co-ops, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just fess up. I am the most um, extroverted person that I know. Yes, she is. We we all agree. Yes. And I have some lovely, very much on the introverted side, children. And my extroversion was so strong that I think they were close to high school or maybe high school, middle school. 
when one day they said, Mom, could we just like stay home and, and do some school at home? <laughs> and I was still very slow in retrospect. So owning it up, children, you'll have to listen to the podcast to hear that again. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, just to own that up and, and to balance what are the needs of everybody in your homeschool, including the pupils and the teachers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? That's something that, that we talk about occasionally here, but we haven't hit on, I don't think, in quite a while. Mm. Mom, you need to look in the mirror and you need to see how it's working out for you, mm. too. Yes. Because if, if you feel like you're just dying you know if you're mm-hmm. stuck at home too much and you're an extrovert and you need to be out and about mm-hmm. even if your kids don't seem to need to be out and about you need to be healthy too mm-hmm. you know and vice versa if, yep. if you need some more time at home and your kids this was me i needed more time at home mm-hmm. my kids lived for co-op and <laughs> field trips and for all that and um there were times when i'd be like guys i need a week where we just kind of do a rhythm at home I need to refill my tank mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, and that does, that does matter because mm-hmm. you're going to be a much better mm-hmm. everything, including home educator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're taking healthy. care of yourself yeah. is really important, especially as you go into high school because you've been maybe homeschooling for a long time and burnout can start happening mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. or concerns because high school, it's so important. Mm-hmm. And you really need to learn how to get your tank filled up mm-hmm. so that you can give out because mm-hmm. without your tank filled, you can't give up, give mm-hmm. out. So make mm-hmm. sure you meet with coffee for friend with friends for coffee or take a walk or get some housework done that you feel stressed about. Just something that will give you that filled tank. Dance with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie's amazing with her pup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well that oh. that reminds me of the way it's been important for me to have my tank filled is even though I am super introvert. I don't want to do things alone that are really important. And to me, high school was really important. And so the way I dealt with that was getting involved in our local homeschool community. And so I made all these friends that I'm still sitting around the room talking to after all this time. But it it made sure my kids were getting best I could to, to get their needs met. But I had, I was part of a thing, mm-hmm. you know, so we had our umbrella school, we had choirs, we had drama, drama yeah. youth groups, debates, yeah, and field, stuff. yeah, and, and we were this, you know, group of, of and a fairly large mm-hmm. group of moms mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that feeling of being part of something was really important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kim, you were about to say. I'm just. Um, I'm going to make two things just because I thought of them both, and I'll forget by the time we get back around. Um, one is just um, field trips. Like mm-hmm. field trips are, um, they you know they're not everybody's favorite. We but some of our favorite memories are some of the most crazy field trips. We still talk about the one to the to the waste man waste processing plant. <laughs> How to traumatize your teenagers. Take them to the, the wastewater waste treatment. But also, you know, talk about bringing, 
bringing it to life. So whether you need to be home a lot and doing a lot of book work or a lot of, you know, more individual work, mm -hmm. or whether you're very involved and in a lot of things, make it real life, go mm -hmm. places where it really comes to life, wherever that mm -hmm. is, whether it's a history field trip for us, mm -hmm. Um, like Gettysburg. I miss the infamous field trip to Gettysburg. And I, you know, I just always feel like, wow, I wish I was on that trip. Um, yeah. Um, but, but do things that, that bring it to life, whatever mm -hmm. that is in whatever way that is. Um, and our standard thing is we want to have the mom's field trip co-op where we can go and read every word on every, every sign. <laughs> yes. Because we couldn't yeah. do that with our kids because they did not have the interest to read every word on every yeah. sign. Um, and I still read every word on every <laughs> sign. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. One thing I found that was really helpful, if we're getting into helpful things, sure. um, was having my child, my child was very extroverted and she went to um, a homeschool cover school for the, you know, her last few years of high school, which was really excellent for her. But one thing I wished I had done is check on her work every now and then because I found out later at the end of her 12th year that her and a friend were on the phone all night for two nights catching up on their civics homework <laughs> that they had to hand in at the end of the year to graduate. <laughs> to graduate. So um, if I had to do it again, I would kind of check, even though she was going to the, the school and she was having teachers to teach her and they were responsible, I was still responsible to make sure she was getting her work yeah. done. She did get graduated. She did graduate. And she is doing well in life, but it, it took a couple of all-nighters to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also one thing that was really helpful is since she'd been homeschooled for her entire life and being involved in extra mm -hmm. activities like that, we had a book club with a few kids mm -hmm. and moms and we the moms are still friends today and the kids are still friends today mm -hmm. and in the summer we did uh, movies mm -hmm. and as mm -hmm. the kids got older they started the movies probably about when they were in about fifth grade and they did them all through high school mm -hmm. and as they got older they wrote the scripts they did the oh, costumes yeah. they did all the filming and the mm -hmm. editing and mm -hmm. it was a tremendous experience mm -hmm. for her for real life yeah mm -hmm. yeah and uh, if you could get your child into something like that not necessarily filming but something where they could start feeling We're their independence and yeah. their gifts mm -hmm. would be really great and yeah. it's good for you because you are so proud of your daughter or your mm -hmm. child to see what you have put into them is coming out yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 and that kind of ties into just follow their passions mm -hmm. don't be so caught up in and i usually don't start with don't but anyway but uh just really follow follow what you know we all we always really um hold on to and and cherish the fact that god made each of us very unique for very specific reasons and so rather than trying to make ourselves and our kids fit into somebody else's box try to tap into the things that make each of us special and unique and where's our passion where's our interest where's our where's our drive where's the things that we can mm -hmm. offer 
to ourselves and God and to each other that nobody else can offer in the same way. Mm -hmm. And then help them explore those things, which is exactly what you were just describing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, uh, it's such an uplifting way, you know, to, to homeschool as opposed to this. And that's a nice way to do is when they're interested in something, they're driving it. So it's one of those things you don't have to check and see if yeah. they got it. Yeah. yeah, like I'm thinking uh, your sons, uh, Sabrina and Vicky, mm -hmm. also were very into, and and uh, your oldest son is still a professional yeah. filmmaker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it started from it a passion from when they stuff. were young. Yeah. And yeah. you and gave, gave them, them the, the tools. Space and the tools and, and, and the time. And chance to collaborate with others who had tremendous interest in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you didn't relegate that to something you have to do on right. your own in right. your spare time if okay you that's do your later. hobby but yeah. don't let it interfere with yeah. the right with your math and science doing. Yes. right yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think that's beautiful because actually when they go out into after college and they go out into the workforce they have to come up with their own ideas they have to come up with their own mm -hmm. follow-through mm -hmm. and they have to come up with what they want to do and how they want to do it and mm -hmm. so these experiences during high school can really help develop those um, giftings that they need. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. and stuff. And by collaborate, I'm sorry. No, I'm full of full of chat today. It's that coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just by doing that, by getting to know your kids, and you're doing this together. You're not. Mm -hmm. You're not just seeing something in them and then directing them to go into that. You're constantly talking to each other. Um, take, aside from the field trip things, take snacks and take a road trip. Sabrina <laughs> uh -huh. so always talks yeah. about you know feeding your kids and mm -hmm. you find out. But really, just take some time to talk together. Sabrina, you talk about um, checking in every month. I'm kind of mm -hmm. jumping into your thing here. No, go. Um, but um, and then like make it a meaningful time because it's not only what we observe in mm -hmm. our kids. But what are they observing in us? What are they observing in the process? Because, you know, especially if you've got siblings and you've got more than one child in your homeschool. And also, how how is that? I'm stealing all Sabrina's thunder today. Like, How's that working out for you? You know, just my favorite question. <laughs> and it's a really good question. Really good yeah. question so don't right? be afraid not only to ask yourself that question. But ask your kids, especially as they're getting older mm -hmm. and going through high school, you know, this should be more and more collaborative. And the goal should be by the end of high school that we're just kind of a resource. We're kind mm -hmm. of the, and I, obviously each one's personality is different. And some of, some of them do need more handholding or more encouragement, more direction or whatever. But yeah, the goal is to have them by the time they're on their own, actually be ready to be on their own. Mm. And if we do everything and keep, keep guiding and, and leading and doing the whole thing. And then we expect them to do it on their own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My daughter took a course at uh, a local community college and the syllabus was just an outline of everything that they had to do. Mm -hmm. And then the teacher would tell, you know, teach the class mm -hmm. and give them the syllabus and tell them what they had to, you know, say you have to fill, fulfill the syllabus. Well, all the kids, she said, in the class were going, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. My daughter came home and said, Mom, why don't they know how to do this? <laughs> and it's because, as I know all of us, we gave them the opportunity to, and going, uh, to be able to just work on their work on their own, take their own yeah. ownership. Yeah. And going to a homeschool group, mm -hmm. school, 
that's what you get because you get a class once mm -hmm. a week. You don't get it every day. Mm -hmm. So they have to work that out. And it was wonderful to hear her say that. These mm -hmm. kids don't know how to do this. Yeah. 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 yeah we found that, um, that every month was a really good kind of immovable checkpoint. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a whole lot of immovable things in my homeschool, but if I didn't have a moment to take an honest look at our homeschool once a month, then we ended up in trouble. You know, mm -hmm. if just every four weeks or so, if there's, and it doesn't have to be long or intense or involved, we're not talking about a portfolio review, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. but just a deep breath. Let me look back over the calendar from the last month. So we always took the, the blotter calendars and a dust blotter, giant calendar. Sheet. Yeah. And I stuck magnets on the back of them and put them on the fridge. So we have this giant calendar that everything got written on all the time. Mm -hmm. And then I would tear it off at the end of the month, but I kept those. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it would take a couple weeks into the next month before I would really look, but I would look at the, what, what did that last month actually overall look like? Mm. How did it feel? Were we sick? Mm, were we healthy? Good. Were we balanced? Were we getting along? Were we bickering? Were we... You know, was the house a mess that whole month? Was it, okay, did, did we eat healthy meals or was I like grabbing food and shoving it in their mouths as we were heading out the door? Just an overall sense of well-being for the previous month. And that was more important than are we exactly on track with our syllabus for math or whatever, you know? Okay, if we're a chapter behind, we can schedule in a day into a healthy homeschool. We can schedule in a catch-up day or a catch-up four days or whatever. But if the homeschool as a whole is not healthy, if our family as a whole is really out of balance, then there's no space to fix the academic things that need to be tweaked. Mm -hmm. You know, so taking that big step back and looking at a month at a time, um, that's my probably my number one piece of advice. And, you know, I do that still, and it has absolutely nothing to do with homeschooling, <laughs> but just life in general. I learned it there when I was trying to manage four kids' homeschool adventure all at the same time. But the, the principle, it still just drives what I do now. Because if, if I'm not okay, if the rest of us ain't okay, then ain't nothing going to be okay. <laughs> I think that's a great way to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm glad like I jumped in early. Yeah. Mic drop. Can't do better than that. All right. All right. Well, good. So now that I feel totally affirmed as um, the voice of wisdom on this I will thank my homeschool sisters for helping make this episode mm -hmm. possible. And I'll thank you, seventh sister, seventh sibling, because we also have homeschool dads mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. value you and appreciate all that you are pouring into mm -hmm. your kids as well. But um, we do really well when we share our experiences and when we learn from each other and, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, our closing encouragement to you is don't take it too seriously. Be humble. Mm -hmm. Ask for help when mm -hmm. you need it. You'll figure it out one breath at a time. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And continue listening to the Homeschool High School Podcast from <laughs> SevenSistersHomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us.